everybody welcome to the collective podcast um today we got james zapata on uh he's a friend of mine uh from across the uh country he does a uh, illustration and um wicked illustration work i'm gonna have a link to his work at the bottom of this podcast so if you don't if you're not familiar with this work you get to check him out he's got dvnr and a cg hub portfolio and stuff and also his own personal website but um he does really awesome illustration work uh, it's all digital now right is that what it is yeah it's always been digital yeah okay cool yep. um but um yeah he's crazy talented um i i think he's gonna be one of those guys um i've I've seen a ton of progression just from the little bit of time getting to know him um in his skill and and where he's gonna be going with it and and i kept bugging him about it about coming on the podcast to have a chat just because i like these podcasts to be kind of um, for some people to be time capsules so it'll be a fun thing for him and anybody that's following him or sees where he where he where he starts from and where he goes and and where he's in transition to being where he where he eventually is gonna end up so um yeah man thanks for coming on having a chat for sure no uh, thanks for having me man this is awesome yeah i've been listening to it all, a lot this week actually i've been going on like these long walks and just putting it on and i really like what you're doing it's it's really it's really cool to see how everyone thinks and works and just so many different kinds of so many different levels of you know professionality or whatever yeah. it's crazy it's it's awesome that's awesome are you getting like a good exchange of like um interaction with them like are you like oh that's interesting way to do it or that's an interesting approach or that's an interesting story is that like what's helping you or because everybody gets a different experience out of it yeah it yeah because you know sometimes if you're if you're just if you're stuck just doing the work for for a while and you don't really talk to many people you forget that there are people who are actually producing all this stuff you're getting inspired by <laughs> yeah so it's it's good to hear them talk and be actual human beings <laughs> yeah yeah and and i think the older when when i was developing or i'm still am obviously never stopping but like it was it was the first thing that i could get a hold of would be like a written interview and like you can't get there's so much stuff that gets lost in a text message or oh yeah <laughs> you and i should know because we were sending like facebook messages skype messages text messages back and forth and i was like you know what let's just fucking call one another so we can set up a time <laughs> and date i was like I, that's one thing that i realized about this generation is is sometimes we think we're faster or smarter but in fact like some of the stuff that we use is, is actually the exact opposite for certain scenarios so it just gets in the way it does and so what i was saying is like when i was when i was starting to get really into this stuff the the things that i had which were great were were interviews and books and i guess with an imagination like my own or people that have imagination you can fall into these words and make your own scenarios but with the podcast i feel like not everybody's going to have a chance to have a deep conversation with you, you know, and I think that just having this opportunity allows people that might not have the chance to get the chance, basically. So I think it's it's a really great form of sharing ideas, and, and it's a really powerful tool if used right, you know, so, and it's great to hear. I'm really stoked that you're, you're enjoying it, and it's, I'm, you know, it's cool, and everybody that's listening, and everybody that's, that's a fan of yours that's listening and supporting you, it's, it's freaking rad, and it's just a little treat for them, because... I'm sure you get hit up with a lot of notes or messages or text messages or Skype messages or Facebook messages and bombarded with it, but there's no way that you can probably um, react to all of them properly because you're busy working. 
Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's it gets overwhelming. I, I really wish I could, but yeah, and that's I great. Try to. <laughs> that's, and that's a, I mean, it's a good thing to have. I mean, I just I was reading some of your blog posts and stuff off your website, and it's it's a great thing to have that. Um, but at the same time, it's a curse too because I think you you sound like you're a bit humbled and you're hum, you're you're into the human aspect of this stuff like I am as well. That's why I do the podcast because I know that there's way more behind just making pretty pictures and shit, and yeah. um, and it, and it means a lot when somebody sends something heartfelt to you and you want to invest the time and give it back to them, you know. And it's hard not to um, not to do so. And when you don't, you feel you know I don't know like obligated. So I think what would be cool with this podcast is is amongst many other goals that we'll, we should have with this talk but we should try to make it so that people that don't necessarily get to talk to you or you don't be, are able to get back to or um but they can get a good sense of who you are and and um you know just you know kind of yeah. cover all those grounds you know i think that would be a good way to maybe approach it all so people get a good sense of who you are and kind of your your stage and stuff so which gets me into like what I want to kind of jump into is like, so what the hell, dude? How did you? I mean, what 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 brought all this stuff upon you? Because everybody has a different journey, but we all have similarities. So were you drawing like in in high school, or were you prior to that? Do you have artists in the family? You know, like what's well, your, what's your see. story? Uh, like, I guess like just like everyone uh, drew a lot as a kid. You know, I drew a lot of Sonic the Hedgehog and. And that Street Fighter <laughs> character, the Ryu. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Ryu. Those are the two things I drew all the time in like first and second grade, and and uh, I was like the artist in the class uh, every year in grammar school uh, until like eighth grade. You know, that's when I kind of like quote unquote peaked at my childhood on art and stuff. Because when I hit high school, I like left that behind. I stopped doing art completely. It's oh really? Crazy. Yeah, yeah. When I hit high school, I. I uh, I kind of started associating, um, so I looked at all the adults in my life, and I started associating their misery <laughs> to to like their jobs, and because they always complained about work, and I, and then I started thinking about what I wanted to do when I got older, and I didn't want to, I don't, I loved art, but I didn't want to have that to be my job because I associated jobs as something that makes you terribly miserable miserable so <laughs> I didn't want I didn't want art to be that for me so I, I start you know I, I just kind of I started dabbling in a lot of different things I, I did music for a while you and I spoke about music for a while so yeah yeah but, you're a metalhead so we talk a lot about like metal and stuff because I grew up listening to a lot of metal as well so that's cool so like yeah. in, in ninth grade your switch you switched off and went into high school mode and, you know, adult mode, huh? <laughs> I wouldn't say adult mode. I'd say uh, <laughs> just like, I mean, I was I was shit with homework and and all that. I just I just I focused more on guitars and stuff. Like I transitioned into, I stopped doing sports and I picked up the guitar and I stopped doing art and I grew up my hair <laughs> and listened to metal and and I was I was into metal for the actual like the music you know i i i, I was uh, i was actually getting really into it like trying to form a band and stuff and uh, but everyone around me was into music for the wrong reasons they were trying to be too metal i just wanted to write cool shit <laughs> but but yeah no it's a uh, 
it's a it's a surprise I even made it through high school. I I hardly did any homework. Yeah, they usually want to just push people out. It's a syst- it's a system, you know. They don't yeah. want to hold anybody there because it just looks bad on them and all that kind of crap. So they'll yeah. ease everybody out. I thought the same thing. I mean, I, apparently I did really good. I had like a really high GPA, but I I didn't feel like I did much. I just like all I all I really cared about was like lunchtime with all my buddies so we could like cause a ruckus and be shitheads <laughs> and that was like the point of going to school but by then in in high school i was on my own pretty much so i didn't really care about much i was just like i was already becoming an adult so but oh. the transition of that is interesting to hear and the reason why you kind of gave up on art because i had a similar path with music too I, I stopped doing art a lot and then i was focusing just on music i played bass and so you played guitar and yeah. uh yeah it was the same thing so when you would try to start up bands with like friends and stuff at school everybody just wanted to do it um on a different level from you or they didn't want to be serious about it or what was the what was the whole I deal mean- with that I, f- I feel like their heart was was in the right place with uh, trying to get serious about it, but their reasoning for everything, just I don't know. It, it was it was like they were trying to emulate, you know, the things that they were into. While, you know, I would I would show them a cool riff or something. I'd record something on my shitty fifteen dollar mic. Show them like, hey man, check this out. Can you write a a harmony for this or you know a bass line or a drum line or whatever? And by the way, finding a good drummer is like impossible. But no, I actually had a good luck with that one. I right at the bat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My my That's the good. first drummer in my band, I think. Well, his second one actually. The first one was a different. But uh, say yeah, the second one, he was like 16 years old, and he was so good. He was a prodigy, and he ended he ended up touring with uh, As I Lay Dying and all those but... other bands and stuff. Yeah, he's really good. He could play oh, like he real... could. He could play like Danny Carey, uh, Tool, and st- stuff like, which is really oh, crazy. Shit. If anybody knows Tool, uh, Danny Carey is like, um, what's the drummer from Rush? What's his name again? Because he's like oh, really God. infamous as, of being like that crazy rock band drummer. But anyways, uh, it's super technical and and uh, yeah, he we were super lucky when we when we had him in the band and stuff and. Yeah, he ended up going on to do a bunch of crazy shit, and he's incredibly talented. I don't know if he still plays, though. That's the bummer about all this stuff, you know? It's, like, it's so challenging to to make a band work and to make it function. It it's, like, when you find bands, like, uh, or if you, you encounter bands that are, like, as big as, like, say, Metallica or something, that's a, that's a band that everybody knows and is aware of, but for, like just the amount of the anomaly of that creation is just crazy and the hard work that it must have taken to get to the level that they got it was just like like, oh yeah i mean you know like those bands like morbid angel and and hate eternal and all them like i've heard stories of those bands that i really like admired i was i was like looking up to them as like my mentors or whatever but you hear stories about them or like a band member having to quit music and get like a corporate job just because they were making like six grand a year because (laughs) it's crazy with the no money and they just that that whole industry is just so exploitive i i was i was really terrified of it but i i was really like enamored with with actually the actual the the process of writing a, a song just just through through like uh 
composing by ear. Like I'm not musically classically trained or anything. I don't know anything about. I, I I read tabs on the internet. So yeah, same as me. <laughs> yeah, same. I think it's a romantic thing, you know. Like when you're jamming and you're really playing music and you're literally really playing it. Like it's like you're. It's almost like you're using a different voice that you've always had, but you didn't know how to like convey it to people. And the instrument yeah. is that transitional thing. I think the same thing for art. I think you probably feel it. It's just a lot slower with art, unless you're really fast. But like you're, you have a voice that you're trying to get out, and like as as you use this instrument, and it's it's like your internal soul, I guess. You know, <laughs> at least that's how I felt. Like when I would really be jamming, like my favorite times of ever playing music was when it would just be my bandmates and I and we'd just be jamming and I, and it wasn't about making music it wasn't about shows because like at sh when we'd play shows you play some pretty big shows and I'd like want to throw up because I'd be so nervous and oh, my yeah. my hand would like lock up and freeze I'd be so like oh my god like oh no <laughs> and, I, and I wouldn't play nearly as good as I would play if we were jamming but but when we would jam it would be like so so much fun because I would just get lost in playing, you know, and that was the yeah. fun part. And you, and when you have really good bandmates that you are close with, you can kind of like, it's like you can talk in a different tongue. It's really interesting. I don't know. That's how it was for me. And that's that, those moments made it worth all the hardship, you know. Yeah, you had a way better experience than I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it was absolutely a horrible experience for the most part. Though. <laughs> it was just the worst, yeah. you know, like trying to get people to to jam with or to take it as serious yeah. as i wanted to and all that yeah, stuff, it's just so. finding people on this to be on the same level and page as you is is always going to be so hard yes for anything yeah. I, I mean like I, i've tried to do it even with art like you know i've, I've never done like a collaboration or anything mm -hmm. like for painting or anything i really want to but but to find the right like the right like wavelength with somebody is kind of weird yeah it is it's a uh, it's it's totally it's totally weird, and that's what amaz amazes me about movies because there's all these different wavelengths happening, and there's all these different things happening. And if you have everybody in tune, or the director has is louder than everybody else, then you can make an interesting project. But yeah, collaboration and stuff is really interesting. And the thing that was interesting about music, um, especially with your experience and my experience, is like when we were playing music, we were dependent on like some asshole that had to play drums or the guy that had to play the bass, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. but, but it's what I, what I think is interesting. And, and, and of now of today, I see a lot of prodigies today where they're like, I don't need all these people. I can just do it all myself. I can record it and put it all together. And then it sounds like a band. And then now yeah. I don't have to wait for anybody and I could just do it all myself. And then when it time, comes time for me to get signed or people want to see me play live, then I can hire other people to play with me. And I think that's pretty amazing. That's pretty cool. I wish, I wish there was something like that. I guess there was. I mean, there was always like eight track and shit. You can kind of do it yourself, but it was yeah, challenging. Yeah, yeah. You know? Even, even, even just how old was I? I was 17, 16, 17. Even just like 10 years ago, I was, I was already um, putting together shitty recordings on a $10 mic and just like e equalizing the shit out of it on my crap computer <laughs> on my compact sorry or whatever <laughs> <laughs> and just and like writing and like figuring out how to use stuff like fruity loops yeah fruity loops i remember you know? that and like <laughs> the drums uh, are so horrible on there <laughs> oh no dude like i'd have an actual <laughs> drummer friend of mine sample uh his drum his drum set with like cool mics and oh, he cool. gave me all those files and i plugged them in and i made my own songs and that was fun but like I really wanted to play them live, so. Yeah, did you ever get a chance to play a live show? Yeah, I, I was filling in for like another band, so 
Like another guitarist on another band? Yeah, first is bass, and then I'm like, I, I got to play the guitar, man. <laughs> it's a little better. It wasn't really my style of music, but it, the experience was really, was was, was rad. Like, it was like kidding. flamenco jazz. <laughs> no. You're, you're all, was... fuck this. It was just not my, my what I would write. Yeah, gotcha. And that's the wavelength thing, right? And and yep. that's that's what's interesting too. I think uh, that I see it in your art, and I, I imagine that you probably had it within your music too. And when we when we exchange links and talk about it, it's like you have a very finite vision of what you like, and that's a good thing and a bad thing. I think it's more of a good thing because you have a voice. That's what it means to me. But when when you don't have that, when you're like, oh, I just you know, I can listen to Britney Spears and then I can listen to Bjork and they sound the same. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, it's <laughs> 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 totally different. You know, like, don't ever say that. But uh, yeah. you know, like it's it's you have a defined um, sensibility of what you like. You know, and and that's what makes everybody so interesting is because when you have all these different traits about the things that you like when you mash them all together and you and you actually harness your skill to be like this is my voice people can go oh shit that guy's like unique for that you know like nobody makes a, like rips out a soul like Kirk Hammett or like you know like there everybody's got different you know like Cliff Burton was like such a unique bass player because of the way he played and how he did it and stuff you know like and there's only one of those guys you know and the same for so many different other people and that's just for music and that's just for rock music you know it's like you know let's go back into classical music and and even like like uh hip-hop and stuff you know or even dance DJs electronic music and stuff it's, it's crazy so yeah, and it all, it all it, it's funny that because it's interesting. I haven't had a lot of people on the podcast that come from music as well, and and there's I don't know if you feel the same way, but there's an incredible amount of similarities, like crazy parallels, like crazy amounts of parallels. I feel it's pretty much the same thing. It's just a different voice. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure about uh, the actual content. It's you know, one's audible, one's visual, but well, of I'm course, like, yeah, definitely but... in the process of uh, of creation um like it's very sporadic for me and it was it was it was very sporadic for me with music as well so like i never had anything planned i never thought oh this song is going to sound like this so now that's how i need to write it no i, I, I guarantee I yeah. It by ear. <laughs> yeah exactly and i guarantee you if you sit and think about the similarities between the way you make music and the way you make art i bet you that you'll find that there's almost exactly spot on the same oh yeah no yeah i agree with you <laughs> that's what i mean that's what i mean because it's like it's they're so similar in so many ways and it's like yeah the creation and the act of it is is right on par with one another and it's it makes it really interesting but yeah man but no that's cool and, and i don't know if 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 people that are fans of your work and, and and know of you know that this is a you know one of your things as well that you're you know you came from so we're in high school you're playing music and then after high school um because you eventually made it out what were you what were you working on or were you working uh, on stuff and no actually i i did a whole lot of nothing after high school <laughs> and i i tried to keep up with the music you got patient but... parents dude huh you got some patient parents oh my parents are absolute saints like <laughs> I, I, I i don't know what the hell would happen to me without them like i just i have to give them everything yeah you will um, you will right once it all like yeah hands out <laughs> like even now they don't really fully understand all the things that i do but do, you, do you feel like it's come into fruition for you like you feel like it's kind of working for you getting closer to it um yeah i'm definitely a lot more uh plan like 
got my feet planted a lot more than I than I did before. You know, mm. five or six years ago, I was I was very scared for my future. <laughs> and yeah. now I, I've got something. You know, I've got something to like wake up for and and do and think about, and consume myself with. But yeah, no. After high school, I was uh, I, I took like a year and a half just without school. I was at no school. I, I took like shitty jobs that I never held. I was just terrible with nine to five. I don't know what it was. It was just like anti-authoritarian thing. <laughs> it, like I was such a stupid like rebel kid. Um, <laughs> well, you're just yourself. Then, yeah. No, I just I just wasted a lot of time and and and. Um, and it's crazy because I like I feel terrible now. I mean, I I always have, but I I don't know what it was. Um, like I have a I have a brother and he's he's awesome. He does he's super busy. He's like a psych psychologist now. Um, he's and uh, and I'm the guy who you know didn't really do anything until very recently <laughs> in the in the family. Yeah. So it's it's just a, it's 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 good to finally have something and 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 it uh and it and realizing how it can it's it's finally becoming real like it's a real thing and and uh, i'm i'm kind of making something out of myself you know people actually know my name and it's 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 bananas that's good yeah you're it seems like you're a bit of a slow burn with this stuff and i had the same thing and it takes it it it's <laughs> if through through this stuff like the journey is so fucking fierce if you <laughs> if you're not careful because yeah. I had the same thing I, I mean because I grew up so fast I had to get the nine to five and I fucking hated it like I have so many stories like shitty stories about like uh, my authoritarian issues and all that kind of stuff and and uh, but um, it's a slow burn and it's hard to stick with it, you know, cause every day if you're like, I fucking suck and this sucks and I'm not going anywhere. Nobody believes in me. Like, where am I going to do, what am I going to do with this stuff? And then, yeah. and then eventually it's just like, uh, you keep hitting that and you keep pushing and you keep trying to learn. And then eventually it's like, Oh, Oh shit. I grew a little bit. <laughs> and from the seed comes the tree, you know, and, you know, yeah. and then the fruit comes and then once the fruit starts coming you got to be careful how much you know like it's a crazy experience do you and, and for you like now with the hindsight that you have and, and where you are now and and um you know where you're going and i want to talk about some of your projects and stuff as well and kind of some of the the paths that you've taken what are some of the most significant things that you can remember like moments of growth or like moments of like uh I don't know, excitement or, you know, finding somebody's work that speaks on your wavelength and, or like, you know, the different tools that you used and stuff. Like, do, is there something that you can remember or can think of that, um, really were like stand out for you in, in what you're doing? Um, well, you mean after, after deciding to do the art thing or? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah. The art thing. I like how you call it. The art thing. <laughs> it's the art thing because it's still so new to my life. So, <laughs> well, how long have you? But you've been you were doing it as a kid, and so you were the art kid, and then you stopped, and then how long? So you restarted again after the nine to five bullshit. You were just yeah. Like, I tried. It. I tried to do. I tried to do a number of things uh, in that limbo area, like limbo section of my life. Mm -hmm. It's like um, I tried to get into IT, and that was that was like a new type of hell. I hate that. It was fucking horrible. <laughs> it's it's a nightmare. I hated I hated everything about it. Like I liked 
I like computers and I like solving problems, mm -hmm. but I hate dealing with people who have no idea what they're talking about. I, it's it's just it's this whole like just despising incompetence kind of deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, it's what's cool, like too, and I think that um, I'm, maybe I'm noticing it, but through our talk, we're, I'm realizing more about like, like I said, you have a defined path, you know, whether you know it or not, and your path is. It seems like obviously you are extremely creative, so your path is gonna no matter what you do in life. Um, luckily, we live in a generation and in, in, in a world and in a country that allows us to do the things that we want to do if we just pursue it hard enough but you know like no matter what you're not going to be able to not do this stuff you know i think your 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 mind and your body won't allow you not to you know <laughs> because like you know the words that you're using to describe when you're not doing it is like sickly and gross and depressing <laughs> and bad you know and this is the same for me i couldn't do that like if i was forced to do it i'd be like go fuck yourself i don't want to do that like that's the worst thing you could have me do like I'll be, I'll go, I'll go ape shit, you know, but, and I've, yeah. and I've, I haven't done IT, but no, I'm just saying it's, it's interesting hearing what you're saying because yeah. Anyways, yeah. sorry. I mean, there are people who love it, but I mean, it was sure, my fault of course. for trying to get into it, but I just, I, I, I don't know. I need, I need some, uh, some kind of, I need people to like reciprocate, um, in some way, not, not, you know, I can't connect my printer to the network. That sucks. Okay. Well, <laughs> I have to do that all day. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, you gotta like kind of wipe everybody's digital ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, it's like a perfect analogy. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But some people, um, some people like that, you know, and and some people, you know, like to be stay-at-home moms, and some people like to drive trucks all day, you know. Like there's, there's a there's a mold for us all, which is really fucking interesting if you really sit back and 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 really think about what the hell is going on in this world and why do people like to do the things that they do it's just, it's so interesting you know some people are happy killing people it's like whoa this is this the the spectrum of of hum, human uh, pathways is just so crazy and for us and the people that we have on the podcast and stuff it's so interesting because there's a lot of similarities if you listen to them too like you get a you go like oh this guy did that so did this guy and this guy did it too and this is why this guy did it you know and yeah. everybody's different things the cool thing with you too is you have like you said an obvious supportive base with your family and stuff which is great because oftentimes not everybody has that and that can be sometimes the hindrance you know of people being able to get what they need out of their out of their career and stuff so oh yeah yeah but yeah, yeah. And i'll never forget that like I'll, I'll hear stories of people who who won't be supported by their uh, you know for their decisions by their families or or whatever supportive structures they have in their lives and yeah. uh, that sucks you know that they have to but they have to find a different way of making it work yeah because there's what are you going to do you're going to stop doing what you love doing or you, you're going to stop else? your soul you know you gotta stop your path you know it's like it's like trying to it's, it's like you trying to be like i'm going to stop the ocean it's like good luck you know <laughs> you gotta yeah. flow with it that's what bruce lee meant by that you know be like water it's like yeah you got to be fluid dynamic you know like flow with it don't don't fucking try and fight it you know like mm -hmm. and and yeah and i think that sometimes when people's families or people's family members don't support them it's because they're secretly jealous that that person is following their dream and they never did that you know it takes a lot of strength and trust to do to do these things because it's not easy you know 
Yeah. If ever, if, it sucks if, if, to think about that. <laughs> well, that's what it is, I think, psychologically. People are just project, projecting their insecurities. Yeah, I know, and it, it is probably what part, partially what it is, but it sucks could that even your 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 support group, supportive structures or whatever are are projecting those kinds of negativities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is pretty. It's not really support. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. Not everybody's like that's what I'm saying. Like, and it's cool that you acknowledge it and you and you're aware of it because if you weren't, that'd be a damn shame. But it's good that you are, and it's cool that your family is, and, and that's, I mean, I think if anything, it's just going to allow for a better transition for you to become, like, you know, the person that you want to become, and, and to, to let these things flourish, and, and you know, allow yourself to um, develop, and allow yourself to focus on your development, because that's really key to your growth, you know, like, as, a, as we all are. It's like little seeds, you know, that's what I think, it's like, as we develop... Or like these little seedlings and in, in your family and the people and the fans and everybody um as long as you allow the right people in they can like give you nutrients and sun and, and all that stuff to grow and, and not everybody makes it through the winter you know so it's just a way of i don't know i like to break things down in simple form because the world's so complex and crazy i i, I like to do like picture or <laughs> finger paint pictures <laughs> to, to understand <laughs> its complexity <laughs> but no oh man that's cool um and you were saying that you, I lost track of it, but you were saying how you were doing IT and that was super whack. Oh yeah, I was doing IT and I, I uh, like I was taking jobs through, through these job firms. So I was like a consultant for these job firms through a middleman basically. And so they, they were giving me just these shit jobs and I, I had, I've, I was, I was done with the bullshit and I had to leave it, but I, you know, I did I did that crazy desperate thing where I left it without really having a foothold in anything else. So I was again back in the limbo um, until I started talking to my 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 cousin's boyfriend who was in he was into like motion graphics and stuff and he he did a, he does a lot of work in like New York and um, he worked for for Rockstar for a bit and I was just like blown away. I'm like holy crap! I didn't know anything about that. That's awesome. Tell me more about that. Cool. And he told me about you know his freelance lifestyle and 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 how he's an artist and you know he does the the, the MoGraph stuff, um, and so I just you know I just asked me questions questions and, and I told him yeah I, you know I used to do art I still love it and and at the same time uh, one of, one of my buddies who I used to play music with was trying to set up like a, a band logo for like some t-shirt designs and I had some kind of weird background with Photoshop I've toyed around with it a lot. So I'm like, hey, here, let me help you out. Let me do something. And and so those two like things kind of started me on like these designs that um that I was doing for his for his band and he really loved them and and uh and he, he asked me to do some more and I'm like, okay, wait a second. Now I gotta actually charge you because this is taking me time and you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was like my first like informal freelance gig without ever having touched you know, a tablet. I'm still doing this shit on mouse on on a mouse keyboard and no and way. Was, oh no, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. Not now though, right? No, no. I'm talking Back about then. this was like the first few designs that I that I played around with Photoshop. Like it took me days to finish <laughs> a part of a design just because I I was still I was still learning it. Sure. And yeah. and so I I realized, man, I could I can actually, you know, I've I've got an I've got kind of an eye for these for these things. Let me. And these were more graphic design things instead of illustration, obviously. Yeah. Um, so after that, I decided to get a tablet. 
and uh, I got a tablet off eBay. Uh, it was an Intuos too. It's still it's the tablet I still use today, awesome. and it's all it's all beaten up and shit. But... <laughs> so, yeah, like that, that was. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I forget to clean it sometimes. It's gross. But um, <laughs> it, that was around like May or June of 2009 that okay. I got the tablet. So cool. Ever since then, I've just been doing it. Great, man. So it's been like what three or four years now. Just yeah, heavy. about four and a half years. Pretty just... heavy at it. Yeah, yeah. It took these small jobs here and there, um, just to help out with bills and stuff, and just keep myself up. Yeah, keep yourself but, going. Uh, and then I started getting like really small gigs, uh, like actual art gigs, uh, freelance, um, just like these private clients who were linked to me through mutual friends and. And and I started realizing, man, okay, I'm getting I'm getting somewhere with this. I gotta really put into full throttle now. I just so I, you know, I lost a lot of sleep trying yeah. to develop myself, and I still lose a lot of sleep just because I suck with scheduling. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna start noticing that it's gonna be your next big challenge. Is as alongside of creating, you gotta also like schedule and set yourself yeah. up so you're not completely just depleted <laughs> yeah, no, yeah they'll sure. sneak up on you i'm sure as it probably already is so oh yeah <laughs> it's not sneaking up. i'm already like expecting myself to just fail <laughs> at staying awake or something i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah it gets exhausting it gets really crazy exhausting but that's good i mean that's cool so you you started doing the design stuff then you started getting understanding for Photoshop and then you got a tablet and that led to you finding like what artists on like DeviantArt or um, CG Hub and then getting inspired is that kind of yeah yeah that when I once I found conceptart.org that's when like that's what shattered my world that's yeah. like what and created a new one you know it was it was crazy it was a, it was an entire forum full of amazing artists and, yeah and they they did it with the few tools of Photoshop and the tablet. And, and I couldn't believe that they were making all these amazing pictures and images. And, and it was all for movies and games, all the games that I love to play. And I was like, yep, this is, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. It spoke to you pretty much right off, right off the bat, huh? Yeah. I mean, I've always been like, I did a lot of art in, as a kid because of video games. Cause that was just my introduction to, you know, images like awesome, awesome, creative images, like like game video game booklets and stuff. Yeah, that's just a like, badass, dude. <laughs> I love those things. <laughs> yeah, even like I remember like when I was playing like Nintendo, the original Nintendo, like the freaking cartridge, the art on the cartridge, like yeah, I'll just like sit there and look at it, and then I draw it, I'm like yeah, cool, you know, like yeah, Castlevania, yeah, woo! <laughs> the dude's all holding with his whip and the fucking castles up there and dracula is all in the clouds and stuff it's like yeah sick <laughs> and somebody Actually, had to create that didn't that turn out didn't that turn out to be like a frank frazetta ripoff <laughs> oh i'm sure well everybody was ripping off frank frazetta's <laughs> yeah. work back then i mean dude it's like and, and i love he has this one amazing uh quote that's so perfect because you know like that guy his whole path is crazy but he was saying like why be a second-rate Frazetta when you could be a first-class you? And I was like, oh, what, what a classy, perfect way to put it, you know, because everybody and their mom was just, you know, if they couldn't get Frazetta or couldn't pay for him or have him do it, they would be like, here, just hire fucking this dude, and he could do it, you know? And 
and that's the same thing happens today it's been happening forever it still happens you know clients and everything it's just like you know they can't yeah. get to the source they'll do that but that's pretty funny i'm sure it was I and mean, there's some especially when it comes to that um form of real estate for back then it's like really who who is more significant than him you know <laughs> like he like pretty much just shit on everybody <laughs> he was like oh i'm just gonna paint this and just destroy everybody else's uh ever trying to do this you know yeah painted in like a couple of hours too right before he has to hand it in yeah you ever seen that documentary yeah i love those i love that uh, documentary it's yeah. crazy <laughs> the, the documentary is super biased it was pretty funny they're like yeah and then he like shit gold and stuff it's like, all, right. <laughs> yeah. all right he's still he's still a human and the funny thing is that the most important part of his of his career they just kind of brushed it past they're like yeah so then he sat and drew comics for like 10 years like oh okay fucking a whole decade he's sitting there busting his ass and creating comics like no wonder he got so good, you know. If I sat there for ten years and was and busting my ass drawing comics, you better believe I'll transition pretty easily to all this other stuff. Because if you're trying to quickly draw things that have energy and um, great composition, then you'll eventually, when you paint it, it'll be the same experience, you know, very similar, you know. So, I mean, that's the, that's what the, those are the things I always catch. I'm like, dude, they just passed ten years of his life. That's a big. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, and then all of a sudden, bam! It's like, no, no, it, it. That's twenty years of work right there. You know, there's that crazy saying that I love. That I always remember when it comes to this kind of stuff. It's like with Picasso, like how he does that quick sketch on the napkin, and the and the girls, the ladies, like, oh, you know, how much I'd like to buy that from you. He's like, like a million dollars, and she's like, a million dollars, but it only took you thirty seconds or whatever, and he's like no it took me 30 years or something like that you know? yeah. it's like it's like it, it takes a whole lifetime to get through this you know, to this point you know when yeah, you yeah, acknowledge yeah. it and it's it's probably a weird thing to transition into the con the conversation is because um you know you've spent all these hours and this time and you know the 10,000 hour rule and blah 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 and, and you're developing and you're getting better and better and you're growing and then it starts to come into like okay now i need to like start paying bills and then how does that work and how does that transition like how did that work for you and and how did you work with the clients and, and where were your, some of your transitionary periods where you're like, you know, how much did I charge? Should I charge this much? And then when you start getting better, you're like, do I need to reassess myself and charge more so that I work less on these things and more on my own stuff? Like, how's that been for you? Oh, well, I mean, that's always going to be something ambiguous for me. I, I never know where I stand in terms of what I'm worth. You don't I mean, talk I know to other I, artists and stuff about it? I do. I do, actually. I talk to a lot of well, a few people. I don't like to bother everyone about it, but <laughs> um, like I, I hate talking money, man. I, it's like so is that? It's so uncomfortable for me. Why is that? Oh, I don't know. It's, it's I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I just grew up that way. I never we never really spoke about money. Hmm, that's um, interesting. I mean, yeah, I mean, so, it's it's I used to fe I used to be like that, too. That's why I'm asking you. So I used yeah. to I used to hate money and used to fear it. You know, and then that's like yeah, the no. worst thing. But I don't think money's very good. So it's, but I think it's incredibly important. <laughs> it's necessary, you know. Yeah. A certain amount is necessary, and then certain past amount. that, it's like it's unnecessary. Like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. It, it really is unnecessary unless you like you're doing it just to donate it or whatever. But yeah, what I'm saying is, uh, I I talk to I talk to a few people here and there. And mm -hmm. I'll I'll still talk to them. But it's 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 always a weird thing for me to for me to ask you know blatantly okay well how much do you think I'm worth or how much do you think I should charge or, or are you worried I... about the number that they'll give you is that why I guess part part the of security it, or something I would that's how that's what that I would feel my ego is just too bloated sometimes or or, <laughs> or maybe it's like maybe I don't have an ego about it and I feel like 
sometimes I've been surprised, you know, they'll tell me, they'll tell me a number and I'll be like, holy shit, that's a lot. Like, you sure? Yeah. <laughs> you sure I should say that? That's crazy. You want to do it right here on the podcast? Let's do it. Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> then everybody will be like, oh, that's what he's worth. Okay. All right. <laughs> Four dollars. <laughs> $4. <laughs> $4. Do not do that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, no, that's funny. No, I mean, I would feel the same way. I remember when I was in this transitionary period too, when I, and, and, and I remember somebody telling me a number and I was like, no fucking way. That's fucking crazy. Like, can, I can make that much money a day? Like, wow, like, cool. <laughs> and then, you know, and then it changes and you get bigger and you grow and, and you readapt re and adapt and react and, and all that stuff, you know. There's a ceiling. There's definitely a ceiling that people hit. But, yeah, I mean, the, the, the really upper echelon guys, they make a good chunk of cash, man. Oh, and, I know. And, know. and good for them they fucking earn it you know like you know i've heard some crazy stories about some of those dudes like fuck that's crazy you know that the, the amount of money that they make but at the same time i really appreciate that because i think it's i think it's important for the industry itself i mean it, it's an oversaturated industry um there's crazy amounts of competition and there's crazy amounts of talent out there but still um the the that comes at a cost, you know, and when everybody's like undercutting one another or they're not pricing themselves properly. And so when it gets really dangerous, you know, I think for, especially if like, okay, like let's say your scenario, like you decide to have a family and a family costs X amount of money and you need to make that money to support your family and you, your path is to do art. And so like you have to figure out a way to do it. And if everybody's undercutting, it's like, it's going to make it incredibly ch challenging and difficult for you to make um, a living and support it by doing what you should be doing, you know? And that's yeah. when it get that's when the industry is really weird. And that's one of the things I'm trying to dispel with this podcast is, um, I don't think everybody should be hiring or should be fucking charging up the ass, but I think that people should be charging what I think that they should based off their time and experience and, you know, their hourly exactly. and you know, a lot of stuff. So, and but, their style. Sure, you know, what you contribute, you know, to a project, you know, there's some guy's value that even like, even like Sid Mead could do like 10 sketches or something that could be more powerful than anybody else visually on the team, just getting that feel done, you know, so, and that value of what, what do you put that as a value, you know, so. Exactly. Yeah, that guy, I don't know, I think I posted something, I don't know if you saw it, it was pretty crazy though, because I was listening to a, one of the bi biographies, I was studying that film. And they were saying like Sid was making like a thousand dollars a day, I think back then. But then I did um, like I I did the um, cost as of today, like what you would, what that means today into today's dollars. It was like almost five thousand dollars a day. Oh wow! <laughs> and he was That's on there for like three months or something or something, <laughs> something crazy like that. So, but I, but I was like good on him, dude. Like shit, you know, like. The dude paid a fucking shit ton of money for college, I'm sure. He went to Art Center and, you know, and he worked hard and he was amazing. Like, he should make that much money, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, no, I mean, like, look at look at the things he's done, all the things he started. Yes. I'm just, like, just talking about all the, the little branches off that, you know, off that tree that uh, all the artists have been inspired. It's crazy. It's, it's a big it's trunk, just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got a big branch for sure. And, you know, even Frazetta too, you know, later on in Frazetta's life was he able to make the money that I think that he was worth, but it took him a long time. And, and a lot of artists, I think myself included, and so many of my friends, they don't know how to, like, 
establish them or understand because like you said like you don't like to talk about money and i was the same way and i don't think that um it should be a taboo thing really i think you know like other industries like um i, I would hate to even compare us to like the legal lawyer industry or something but that's like a known thing it's a business you know and and yeah. I think I think what happens with artists and stuff is like it's a romantic thing, you know. It's like you don't want to put a money like if if I would say, hey, well, how much do you love your girlfriend? You're like, I don't know, I fucking love her. I was like, well, give me a price amount. You're like, dude, I can't do that, <laughs> you know. Like, do you love her like five hundred dollars a day worth? You know, it's like that's when it gets really tricky because you're like, well, you know, I can't put a number on the love that I have for what I'm doing, you know. And and I get that, you know. So I'm I'm I I keep trying to think about a way to do it to make it so that people it would help people you know but it, it it constantly i'm constantly hitting walls and i think it just becomes it comes from that innate human thing with like the love of art and the love of creation and so you know putting a yeah. dollar sign to it, it it admits a certain amount of like whorishness to it <laughs> art, yeah, I mean, art I, prostitute i had a small conversation <laughs> like that like uh when i was actually still in school I, I actually went to college um for a short period of time how long uh on and off for like two years maximum like it was it was it was a stint man it was at, at first i went for english and philosophy like i i never claimed a major okay i just changed my schedule around to get certain classes that i thought would gear towards something that i wanted mm-hmm. so first it was like english and philosophy and then graphic design and finally illustration so but I remember, like, in one of my illustration classes, I, I, I had a conversation. Like, I had a conversation with somebody. At that time, I was I was actually getting some work from like private clients, and and I was already kind of thinking about leaving school. Um, I never graduated, so so when when they asked me, okay, how much are you charging him? I told him, you know, it was like it was, it was like a three hundred dollar job or something for like a bunch of characters. It was one of my first gigs. And he said, wow, you would charge that much for that? And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> what does that mean? It's like, <laughs> it's like, you're lucky he even wanted you to do the... I'm, no, no, no. That's that's crazy. Like, I heard about actual professors at that school teaching or telling telling these students that you shouldn't be doing it for the money. I'm like, how are you going to stay alive? How, what kind of advice is that? That's insane. What a bunch of dicks. Stupid. That's crazy. I, I, I couldn't wrap my head around it. Yeah, that's how not the right. Professors were actually telling these people. These yeah, things. that's not right. It's not right because yeah, that man. You know, it's another thing that I found that was interesting. My wife actually mentioned. This. I can't remember the actual saying, but it was basically saying that like, not all. Of course not, because there's some amazing teachers out there, and and this quote doesn't work for all of everybody. But there's a lot of teachers and a lot of people that aren't successful end up teaching that makes sense like not successful not and and i don't want to be insulting because like i've had i've had many amazing teachers but i must say like it's 80 percent to 20 percent like the 80 percent i go like well why aren't you like how why are you teaching me you're not an expert in this really you know like and you've never written a novel that was you know worth anything or you didn't you know like have you done complete crazy studies on anthropology you know like you've read books okay well i've read books you know like and so the 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 amount of of validity validity i would have and and the conflict i would have at college would would be due to that and and it's um it's just it's an interesting thing to think about too but like i don't want to insult to people because there's some amazing 
amazing freaking teachers out there. I've, I haven't had him as an instructor, but I hear Scott Robertson's freaking awesome instructor too. So, yeah. And Anthony Jones too. He teaches. Um, he, I don't think he teaches. I think he was teaching at college, like Otis or something a little bit, but I mean, he would be a phenomenal teacher to have because he's using it and he's practicing it and he's a living, like he's like a, an entity of it, you know, which is awesome. So, but. yeah. And there's the difference, you know, the cream of the crop of the industry are teaching, um, but it's on, it's in all these specialized schools. And I, I don't know much about those schools, but I don't think they're accredited. And a, a lot of people are turned off by that, which, which is, is weird. weird. Yeah, it is weird because this, this industry is not about credits. It's uh, about, no. You know, like your portfolio is gonna show yeah. whether nope. or not you you did your shit. You know, you put yeah. in those hours. Well, that's the cool thing <laughs> about art, right? That's what we're talking about. And it's just like love, or it's just like anything else. It's like as honest as it is, is the better it is. You know, like, and mm-hmm. you can tell if somebody hasn't put the time in, and or you can tell on yourself that oh, I haven't put enough time in, um, because it shows in the art. The art is always ever telling, and that's what makes really great artists so fucking cool. You know, like that's a, it always blows me away, and that's what gets me freaking pumped up. It's like, when I see an amazing piece, I go, that guy fucking put in some crazy time. Like I hate that guy, <laughs> because it's like <laughs> now I I feel like shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you're always gonna be shown up by someone. That's what's that's what's uh both amazing and terrible about this uh this kind of work. <laughs> Yeah, which you I know, I love. That, it's, gonna, yeah, it's inspiring, yeah. but as as well depressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is you know, like we said, it's I, I think it's great, but yeah, it no, becomes awesome. yeah, and it's it's a cool distraction to have too, and especially when you're like, when you're in the thick of it, and you're like, man, I don't know if I'm good enough, but then you can go like, well, this guy did it, so if this guy can do it, then I should be able to try and get close enough, you know, to be okay, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, there is a there is an element of competition, of competitiveness, but and it's cool to be to acknowledge it, but it's it's um to be into it for for the competitiveness. I think that's that's you're kind of straying away from 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 what you really want to do. I mean, that's you should you should be doing it because you love doing it, you know. And and but you want to also be able to show show the fact that you spent all those hours, all all that time, all that energy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. That's, I mean, that's exactly it. I think. I don't know, but it's 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 a really interesting thing that we do, you know, and is uh, misunderstood or as understood as it gets. It's still a really crazy experience, you know, for for what it is that we're doing and stuff. So, but um, yeah, which which leads me to like the stuff that you're doing now and some of the pieces. I I think you said you can't talk too much about it, which is fine. But the Moon and Crow thing, I think that's, you mentioned it's like a personal project of yours that you're doing. Yeah, I mean, I can't talk about it just because it's always changing and I'm still in the process of writing and creating How the dare world. dare you? Tell us everything now. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't even be able to because I don't have it all. <laughs> no, I know. But... I'm, I'm the same way. So. But <clears> I mean, what? Let's let's, I mean, we don't have to talk about the details of it necessarily, but... Let's talk about like your mental state, what you're doing, why are you doing it, like what is, what's your plans, you know, like all that, all that shit. Yeah. Well, actually, I just like like a like an hour ago or something, I posted on Facebook an image I created like a, a year ago that um that was inspired by a song by uh, by Coco Rosie called "The Moon Asked the Crow," and oh, cool. like I, yeah. it was just this, it was this awesome imagery. Um, that I got from it. It doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the song, probably, but 
I um, I want I saw this picture in my head and I I, I thought man I really want to actually see it with my eyes, so I painted it and and uh, and I I just I was like I was really intrigued by by this imagery and and I, I wanted to develop these characters and so they've just this this whole idea has been in my head for a year now and one day I you know I live stream a lot so I, I was live streaming and I painted this scene with these two characters and I decided you know what I'm gonna I I, I've, I already see this kind of happening in my head this is gonna be you know a story and so that I kind of like announced all right, this is gonna be you know these are two characters for a project that I'm putting together and and I've got my friend helping me write it because I'm I'm terrible with writing like actually, <laughs> the actual the act of writing yeah. I still haven't you'll get better I still, at it. I still haven't it's written like a word about this so it's still <laughs> all in my head uh, typical creative that's great <laughs> that's good I mean the image I'm looking at right now it's striking it's beautiful beautiful image and i think what it's working is it's like you know you're pulling from your graphic side as well you know you have a very bright life light source and then you have a very dark diminished source but they're they both have a silent beauty to them so it's really cool man yeah i mean it's 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 very uh it's very well-known themes you know dark and light and all that but it'll never um, die that's a great theme oh yeah, so. of course not it's <laughs> light shadow dark and light all that stuff it's contrast yeah um but uh what was I gonna say? Oh, I don't know. I had a, I had a thought. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> that thought just jumped out your head. It's like fuck you, bitch. There it goes. <laughs> jumped Bye. Out, jumped out your ears off your shoulder and out the door. <laughs> no, it's cool, man. I mean, uh, it's, it's incredibly striking images. For those that are listening that don't know, um, I'll be posting a link to some of this stuff, and I'll probably use the image for the podcast of this one or something. But like it's a uh, yeah it's it's cool and, and i could see a lot of inter- really interesting things coming about from it and that's that was what really started getting me thinking i wanted to have you on the podcast no matter what and but i was like oh okay he's doing something different now like he's trying to do his own thing and he's working on this like because for a bit there you were doing like like is it magic the gathering cards or Applebot or i don't know how to say it how yeah say it's Applebot. Applebot. Yeah, Applebot, yeah. Applebot, okay. Applebot and uh, yeah, Wizards of the Coast, Magic the Gathering. Um, yeah, it's like it's like uh, it's like card. Um, what is it like D and D with cards or something? I don't know. I have no clue about that stuff. It's not D and D though, right? Dungeons and Dragons stuff, but it's kind of like that, you know? They do that game. Uh, no, this is just cards. Okay. This is just a card game. Okay, but um, with like wicked art, like wicked sick art on it. Oh yeah, that's what sells it. Yeah, you know, that's that's what built that whole thing yeah which i remember magic was huge when i was a kid and i was like i only bought it because i just liked the art and so i'd grab the ones with the coolest art and then i would take the art and then go draw it <laughs> back yeah. in like my little shit sketchbook as a little butthead kid and oh was, yeah it's lots yeah. of fun <laughs> i mean as a kid looking at those cards i i i was having trouble putting one and one together about the fact that there are people who create art for games yeah yeah, you know, that's a, like it's a funny thing. That's, huh? <laughs> I never, I never really thought about that. I just loved looking at them. I like, I would, I was a terrible kid. I would like steal cards from kids just to collect them, <laughs> and I just stare at them all day. <laughs> <laughs> you little shithead! But I guess it panned out. Which is funny that you say that because um, I don't know if you like Pixar. I'm a big Pixar fan, but there's. Oh, I love Pixar. Have you re- Have you watched the um, the Pixar story, the movie about how they got developed? <clears throat> yeah. 
seen that like twice. Okay. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. I try to watch that every once in a while. But uh, the thing that you just said was pretty funny too because John Lasseter said those exact same words. He's like, I didn't realize that I could draw and get paid to do it for a living. You know, like when he found like a how to draw comics and like he like lost his shit. And it's funny that you had the same thing. I had the same thing as well. But like my mom, my mom was an artist. So like I kind of understood that there was a way to do it, but it was incredibly challenging, you know, like not everybody was, was able to or gifted enough to make it happen or, you know, challenge themselves enough to make it um, a possibility. But I see what you're doing here. Um, it's visually striking. It's beautiful. And I feel I'm like, ah, oh, cool. What is he going to do? You know, I'm just curious. And, and, and as a fan of your work, I'm just excited to see more of what you're developing and stuff. So it's really cool, man. So I'm excited to see what you're going to do. Uh, hopefully you could do some kind of Kickstarter or something or make a book or something. I don't know. But we'll see. I mean, uh, it's definitely gearing towards those kinds of things. I mean, do everything, it. Everything, do everything these do days it. really is. <laughs> well, if people, you know, I think you, you're going to get your fans and the fans are going to, you know, be like, you know, fuck this over the counter shit. I want to get this custom stuff and pay this dude to do it, you know, like, and that's the beauty of the world that we live within now, you know, like, I, don't, I think you mentioned you listen to Alex Preston's uh um, podcast i had him on yeah, a couple yeah. couple episodes back and fucking hell man it's so sick it's so Dude, awesome that game that game i didn't even know that you interviewed him i didn't know who that was until yeah. i looked him up after i heard the interview and, and i'm like oh it's that fucking game that game looks amazing <laughs> it's oh, so it's... cool huh yeah 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 so i had seen cool. that game a couple months ago or like on the kickstarter or whatever and and i was looking forward to it and oh man it's i'm so glad it did so well That's, yeah it's so it, it, it just goes to show it's proofs in the pudding you know like if you make a really sick book people are going to be down with it you know the people are going to be really excited with it they're going to want to support you to do it same with anthony when he did his you know it's just oh i know it's I so know. cool it's we're living in such a great age you know like where we're able to do these things where we're not having to deal with like some you know butthead guy that doesn't yeah. know what he's talking about you know so I, I just hope it's not like some fleeting transition into something terrible yeah you know <laughs> i think i think you know it could everything you know it's like it's a tool right and a tool can yeah. be used for good or bad you can make you can use a hammer and build a house or you can throw it through somebody's head you know it's like <laughs> you could be you could do good or bad with something like that but i think it's the same for this i think what will crush it will be lots of people fucking up and not and not making a promise their their promises met that's a big issue i think people should be smarter about like the way they approach it like if you do these things you should have your project almost done or close to if you can or as close as it gets to having it done so that when you when you go to ask for people's help like you just need like the last remaining 20 percent or 30 percent or whatever which is a challenge of course but Mm -hmm. but i think that's a way to to prevent it from being a big issue but I think it's great. I think the people that will make it successful will be just like they would be in the regular world with it if they had to, you know, deal with a dickhead publisher and jump through the hoops and all that kind of bullshit. But the thing that's so beautiful is is you're gonna probably find with your success on this, if you go that route, is that the fans, the people that enjoy your work like wholeheartedly, seek you out oh, or share it, share it, are gonna be your network and they're gonna support you and it's like a support network, you know. And, and then when you have fans and people that develop and get good and they grow and they make their own books, you're going to be like excited to like support them, you know, and it's, oh yeah. and I'm getting all fern gully about it, but it's cool, man. I think it has, I think there's, I think there's a lot of really amazing potential, you know, for people to actually live out the lives that they want to by the support of other people that believe in them, you know? And no, it's, it's, it is amazing. Like I'm, I'm just, I, I I'm always floored about, 
or by the by the reception by the just by the response alone yeah and it's it's crazy it's just crazy to me that there's so much support uh like i've always been afraid of like telling people about how much i like something that they're doing i don't know why <laughs> yeah I feel, why? I feel like i feel, I feel like every <laughs> every like before i started doing this uh to this extent i was always looking at people who i admired and, and all the projects that they do and in my head they were always like yeah they know they're awesome uh, i don't need to tell them that so i'm just gonna buy their comic book or whatever sure sure but but it's 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 an amazing thing to hear the 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 response you know i'm i've i've I, I'm really interested in like public response. I'm like really active on like Facebook and yeah, you are. I do, I do all these live streams and stuff. So yeah. I always love to hear the the reaction. I, I I love to see how people. I don't know. I, I I just like to see how people consume things and and it's it's just it's amazing to me that I can I I'm doing things that people are interested in and I I can't be any more thankful. It's fucking awesome. So it, it just like inspires me to make it even better. Sure, that's good. I mean, you, you know, like you, you like the feedback loop, you know, like, and and and, and you got to be cautious and not getting stuck in that feedback loop. But it's a cool thing, though. Really, you know, when it's positive and it's healthy and it helps you grow, like, it's a great thing. When it when it becomes unhealthy is when it you know it's bad, obviously. Oh, but yeah. but um, I think if you keep yourself genuine and pure about it, and you're really honest and open and loving it towards it, I don't see how it couldn't be great for you. The experience itself, you know. So. I think when it becomes kind of shit is when it becomes like people depend on these social vent like these social tools too much or they live on them and it becomes unhealthy but i think for the most part if you're just genuine about it and you're using it as a form of communication in a way that's honest i think it's a great way to do it i didn't realize how powerful facebook was i used to hate it to be honest and then yeah. i realized like i realized like oh there's a bunch of really cool artists on here like there's a and i'm like wow shit like this is like a deviant art without all like the crappy anime like line art shit. So I'm like, <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. No, it's Facebook is uh, like I, I wouldn't be doing half the things I'm doing now without Facebook. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah. It's good. It, and networking too, huh? Is it helping you network and stuff with people? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you just you see somebody who you've always wanted to talk to, you follow them, maybe send them a message. It's it's all there. Yeah. all on one screen and it's it's crazy i can get sucked into it i spend too much time on it <laughs> yeah you gotta be but, cautious uh, of that shit you gotta be yeah. really careful because while you're yeah. well while, while, while you're sitting masturbating on facebook then like you know, <laughs> your, your skill level isn't going up you know so it's like yeah it's a matter of balancing it all off right the social the social thing because it, it can become a total black hole and and, and then you get you know like it, it can be really unhealthy but at the same time it, it's a really cool tool if you know how to use it right you know so it's the same thing with the hammer and the gun and all that stuff. You know, you can use a gun to to to, to shoot an animal for your dinner, or you can use it to kill people and, and cause harm to other people. You know, so it's the same thing. You know, it's it's it's, it's all within you know different re different levels. You know, with your seeing with you seeing like the the advancement and the and the change of the structure of like the industry and stuff, for you, what do you think it's gonna go? Like, where where do you want it to go, and where do you think it's gonna go? with like the like how everything's going now with Facebook and Kickstarter and social medias and blogs and all that shit. Uh, I mean like I feel like with everything else it's going to be inundated, you know, it's going to be overflowing with people. I mean, I think it, it already is. So so and like I said I I like to kind of not to like a crazy extent study how people consume things, but you kind of have to create your own like niche audience. 
So that's what I think is going to happen is, is so many people, so many creatives, so many things, people are trying to do so many things at once. Um, they're all going to be, they're all going to have to be so unique to, so that they're not really trying to reach out to absolutely everyone. You can't please everyone. So you have to create your own niche audience. And I think that's just what's going to happen is, is, is everyone's going to kind of break off into their own little, into their own little clicks, into their own little pockets in these social networks. And they, they might all even kind of relate to each other in some way, but uh, at the same time, I've gotten closer to the industry because of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just, it's gonna, it's gonna bring everyone together, but then it's gonna make it, re make everyone realize just how many people are in this together you know <laughs> yeah definitely i mean it's uh it's really interesting at the end of the day too with a lot of this stuff it, when it when it when it's not about you know the selfish act of art creation it's it's about people and connections and connectivity and people conveying ideas you know like on the other the other spectrum of it which is really interesting and how well people use the tools to utilize those things you know there's a lot of artists that are like pretty good artists but they're really great at socializing and networking and then they have like huge jobs you know then there's some yeah. guys that are incredibly talented, like crazy. You can obviously tell they don't spend time on Facebook. They spend time drawing and creating. And then they, uh, and then, but they don't, they don't have like crazy um, jobs, you know, like they don't get those crazy jobs. So it's like this really interesting balance, right? And and so there, there's a lot of things though. There's a lot of ingredients that takes, you, you can't just be a great artist. You have to be sociable and, and network and, and be able to do a lot of different things that's why i thought it was really interesting with like anthony jones i think he's a prime example of like a really good all around like he's a he's a great person to talk to super nice super humble and incredibly talented and gifted you know he's just like one of those dudes that has all the every all the ingredients for what he does you know yeah. and a lot of people can learn a lot from what he's doing i think because of his success which is great so yeah. No, he was like he was one of the first artists I ever spoke to, like ever ever reached out to, like three or four years ago. Rad. Yeah, you, he you he was close, like right? featured on Kotaku. Uh, I mean, I've never met him. I've never met anyone. You're digitally close to everybody. I am digitally close to everybody. No, but he <laughs> and I talk sometimes. You know, he's super busy, so whenever he gets yeah. a chance to talk, I'll talk to him. But uh, yeah, no, he was featured on Kotaku. Like a, I don't know how long, three or four years ago, and for his like Mario portraits, <laughs> it's like these really old paintings he did. But you know, I, I hit him up and and he was cool and he helped me out. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's a cool dude. Definitely, he's got he's a busy dude. But that's cool, you know. And I think like even for other people, other people that I imagine you you admire or enjoy like their work, you can reach out to them and talk with them, which is awesome. So, and that's the crazy day and age that we live in, you know, and before you know it, you'll become the guy that you didn't realize, but you become the guy that you went as you were developing, like you were like, man, no way that guy's so good, you know, like, fuck, that's crazy, you know, and that's how it should be. I think you should easily transition into that based off of just a lot of hard work, you know, and becoming that yeah. and, and what you do with that that's what's important you know like whether you you know give back to the community and how you do so which is really great and i want to talk a bit about you doing live stream which i thought i was really uh i was enamored i was really fucking floored by the live stream i had gone to do do design really heavily for a while and i stopped drawing pretty pretty much for years 
and 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 the design world is great but it's incredibly competitive and fucking full of shitheads and like people <laughs> nobody wants to share anything nobody wants to like yeah. expose things because for the most part like design can be learned and understood um it takes a lifetime to be an amazing person at it but if you really want to just skimp by you can get it pretty fast and it's different from art where art is like you suck if you suck and you're great if you're great you know and and so there's there's ways to, there's ways to cheat being a great designer and uh because of tools and all that kind of stuff not to say design is easy it's not it's incredibly hard to be good at it but um but it's when, probably more nuanced than it is than, than art is or you know illustration is yeah yeah exactly and so when i was going back into doing art drawing again i was like what this what is this live stream oh my god this is so cool like people that are great are showing everybody like hey this is me i'm doing this shit and fuck yeah you know like <laughs> this yeah. is great it's people exposing themselves as being creatives and they're showing like you know their processes and stuff i mean i would find anthony's yours uh Dave Raposa's, uh, it was just so cool, man. I was like, holy shit, these guys are exposing the things that they're doing, and it's so cool because I'm learning so much from them, and it's so cool to see them grow, and it was like really awesome. It was it was a time it was a sign to me that I need to get back into this this community because it's it's healthy, it's cool, man. It's it's full of a lot of really cool people there just trying to create, which is awesome. And yeah, so yeah. the live stream, you do it like what once a week or something, or uh, I don't even have that scheduled. I just announce it on a whim, but that whim happens fr quite frequently. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll do it sometimes twice a day. So okay, cool. And you just it's, and what's the what's I this just, for people that don't know what live stream is and they're they're listening? What oh, is what is live stream all about? Yeah, it's just livestream uh, dot com. You'll find a bunch of um, people broadcasting either their desktops or some kind of camera like web camera or something and uh what what we've been doing as artists is just showing our process as we sketch or paint or whatever and you know we'll answer questions in the chat there's a chat box and stuff so it's it's just a it's just a really cool kind of community tool um uh to kind of just spread the knowledge i think a lot of things a lot of questions are 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 left unanswered when you when all you see is the end product of something and, yeah you know and and people need to see that you know you always you also make a lot of mistakes doing this like not i don't i never i don't post all the paintings i've done on live stream you know i i, I fail a lot and people watch me fail and i want to you know we want to show that that's part of the process you know yeah do you think that it takes some of the mystique and the magic out of these things by disposing like exposing the the magic behind it do you think it it takes a like because like like creators like steven spielberg like he doesn't do director's commentary because he feels it takes the magic out of it i agree with that but then part of me as a person that likes the mechanics of things and understanding how things work i like understanding more so i'd rather know more than not in at all you know do you do you feel like that is it could be possibly ruining art for some people well um i i don't i don't feel the same about the process like the actual creation of something or or just showing that you know it does take a lot of work uh if you know if you're going to create a piece and you have to talk about it and defend it yeah that that'll kind of ruin that sure you know it should it should just defend itself or you shouldn't worry about talking about explaining things um in terms of the content but the process I, I feel like 
I mean, that's what you go to school for, right? That's what the... Yeah. You know? But it's like magic, yeah. you know? It's like a magic trick. Would you still like the magic trick if you knew how it was made? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't believe in magic, so yeah. But there's some amazing <laughs> shit, though, right? I mean, I mean... No, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you went up to, like, and watched an amazing show, and, like, there was, like, one trick that, like fucked with your brain you're like no way how does that work you know that 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 defies all these things that i you know put up as a box uh, a wall of 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 grasping reality and this guy just broke it and shattered it right in front of me and and would you want to know the magic trick behind it or do you think that it's best to leave that in the dark you know what do you feel uh well i mean as since if I was another magician, yeah, I'd want to know how he did that. Okay, gotcha. So you feel you know, like so as like, an artist, a tacticianer of the product, of the projects, yeah, you would you want to know just because it just helps you um, understand magic more, kind of? Is that what you mean? Or art itself and the creation of it? Yeah, because I've, I've already got, you know, it's like an esoteric thing. You, you're in you're in it, so you want to understand other other ways of doing that same thing or or how other people might think about it. And yeah. I just think I just think having a, a, a broad number of like a, a perspectives about something is, a, is is important. Yeah, I mean perspective in general is great, and if you can adapt and react, that's a sign of your success as a person. I think because that's that's what that's what evolution is. You know, evolution to me and art and people and humanity and all that stuff is is not about just throwing ourselves against a wall. It's about reacting to the changes of the world and and, and readjusting. You know. And the better you can do it, I think that's that's the testament to how good you can grow. And a lot of artists that I've noticed over the years uh, that have been able to adapt and react and change have been really successful. I, I can't imagine how, how hard that must be, you know? Like, I always think of, like, artists like Giger. I always say his name wrong. Geiger? Giger? I've heard it both ways. Yeah, from, from like, people, though. Like, people on DVDs. Like, some guys who, like, Geiger's art and some guys Giger's art. Like, ah. But anyways, like a guy like him, he's got such a defined style. Like if he went to try and do like Pixar stuff, you'd be like, wait, what the fuck? You know? So this is like, love to see that. that'd be amazing actually. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the sheer fact of amazement, that'd be awesome. But, but um, I'm, I'm I went on a rant. Sorry, I, it's a little tangent. But um, it's all good. I forgot what I was saying anyway. So who cares? But yeah but back to your thing with the live stream i think that's really rad i think it's cool that you do them it's really cool and i think it's interesting just different viewpoints because i feel like on the fence with that stuff i'm right on the the edge i think like oh i think it's good and then at the same time for certain people i'm like maybe it's not so good but i think the process and understanding it and then the it's a choice right you can you can sit there and watch you paint it's not like you know it's not like you're forcing people so it's like it's up to people wanting to understand this stuff better you know so all in all, I think it's an amazing thing, though. In, in, in the whole the whole scheme of what it is and what it provides for other artists, I think it's awesome. I think it's really cool, and I think it's rad that you're doing it. And I'm sure it's helping you get yourself out there too to other artists and stuff too. You know, so. Yeah, it's also a, a motivator to just keep working because sure. if if I'm not if I don't have an audience, I could just get off my desk and go do something else for two hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if I have people watching, I have to stick there or stay there and stick <laughs> to the drawing, finish it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's true. And when you're doing these things and then you 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 hit a wall or you fail at like an attempt, what's usually like your like how do you pull yourself out of that and do you you know like start over you're just like ah fuck this yeah just clean the canvas i'm like <laughs> it's funny seeing people react to that and then i'll cool. spend like an hour and a half on something and i hate it and i delete it 
<laughs> and they freak out like, oh my god, how could you delete that? That's good though. That's a good sign. That's a good sign that you're willing to kill your babies, you know, so to speak, you know, because, <laughs> yeah. because that's really important. I, you know, when I was drawing, when I would draw a lot or like, I would think that everything was precious because like I suck still and I was putting a lot of time into everything and I was like, it was all time that was what was precious to me, not the piece. And then, but once you, you start to understand like, ah, oh, fuck, I'll just paint something better. And once you realize that, then you spend less time on something that's shitty that you're trying to like polish a turd, or you make something really great, you know, like by yeah. spending more time on it. So that's a good, that's a mature move, I think, from an artist's point of view. You know, it's like scrapping that um, that thing. You know, when you when you approach these projects or these things, do you have an idea in mind, or are you just kind of? I notice that you paint in two different styles. It seems it seems like you go from absolute abstract. Or you have, it seems like you have a theme or an idea in mind and you kind of just roll with it until it kind of comes to fruition. How do you, how is your process right now? Like your creative process? Uh, well, uh, a lot of the, a lot of the work I've done on the live streams has just been, <clears throat> which, which is most of my personal work, actually. Now that I think about it, most of my personal portfolio is stuff I've done on live streams, but, uh, which is kind of crazy. I'm like putting myself on blast, but <laughs> Blast it uh, up, dude. Blast it up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I'll, I'll throw around, like, shapes and colors or whatever, and um, the theme of the painting will come to me from that, and it'll come to me early, and I, and, and then it's just a, a, a matter of deciding on the composition as I go along and the narrative, and, and like, the, the whole process is, is, I don't know, it's like an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Just, like just just getting from one point to the other without really having a, a planned out kind of piece from the beginning um there's some things like this this whole moon and crow thing has been a challenge because it's it's the first time i'm actually sticking to uh, an, an idea a pre-planned idea about something so i'm going into these things knowing that it's going to be for that project you know yeah. it, it's it's never really been that way unless it's like a series of fan art pieces or whatever but going into a piece knowing that i'm gonna paint something for this project is uh it's it's different so it, it's a it different becomes, mindset huh yeah you get you you get you have purpose from the beginning so yes it's, is it challenging so it, it's more it's more challenging huh all right it's got more of a, a heightened expectation now huh but maybe it works for you though huh? yeah Do yeah it, it definitely like it's got something I, i'm looking forward to and and hopefully people who are watching to look forward to you know yeah no that's cool i mean yeah because it is it, now it becomes um an ant anticipation you know yeah it's its own thing now and yeah i'm just like fueling it now you that's know? cool it's only a matter of time until that happened for you i think though which is good that you're embracing it and allowing it to you know flourish and stuff which is cool yeah no it's cool and that's interesting uh painting from the abstract or something like there's artists that have that approach and then there's artists that are like you know like michelangelo you'd say like he would see the the shit in the rock you just had to re like reveal it you mm -hmm. know yep. like so there's there's guys that have intense like focus yeah it's just like looking at clouds man yeah exactly so yeah with the cloud thing which is interesting um it's like you start to use your imagination or whatever you want to call it internally to project thought and meaning to things you know and it's interesting that approach. I find that I get 50 50 percent success or failure with that approach. 
So then that's why I started I started going like, all right, I'm just going to paint this theme. I'm just going to draw this theme only and just focus <laughs> on that. Because then I get lost in the abstract and I get really pissed because I keep getting a bad failure failure rate and I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, like, it's I, not always going to be successful. Like, no. Not even for me, so... Yeah, of course. But at the same time, there's this really cool thing. There's a, I think his name is Jeff Simpson, I think is his name. Oh, yeah, Jeff Simpson. That guy's okay. work is fucking amazing. That guy is out of control. Like, yeah, I really want to get him on the podcast, too, because I'm a huge fan of his work. I'm sure you are as well, because I can see similarities. Just because I think it's digital art, there's similarities. Not like, um, it's not like a super direct correlation but there's a there that guy i think he paints from the abstract on certain things and he comes up with really amazing designs and stuff and i think that's what's really cool is if you allow those happy accidents and you're willing to like play that dance with yourself you know yeah. what i'm saying you're allow you allow yourself to fill and then you go like oh i'll build something off that i think anthony does that as well you know like throws yeah. a couple of abstract shapes and then, then uses his brain and his thought power to like connect the dots and put something together and you can yeah, come up with stuff. There's that alchemy too, that alchemy program. Um, oh yeah, I haven't played with it too much. Uh, I still have it, but but yeah, I know uh, you, you just throw shapes around it. It's got this crazy randomizer. It's awesome. Yeah, which can help you if you are just trying to paint abstractly or build out ideas and stuff. But I think for you, it seems like for you, it, maybe it's going to change and hopefully you still enjoy that aspect of like looseness and madness. You know, Maybe you'll find a perfect balance between it. But with your uh, Moon and Crow thing is like you're going to you have expectations you have to have, you know, like and that's when it gets really tricky. And, and where does that go? That's what really blows my fucking mind with like I always bring it up probably every podcast, but like Akira, the manga Akira, like the 2000 page oh, yeah. comic. It's like, how the hell did that dude do that? <laughs> that's so crazy. <laughs> like I and I feel like yeah, an, I, I feel so like an cool. absolute failure every time I even open that thing. Cause I'm like. I can't even draw like any of this stuff and like how dare this guy like make this whole thing, <laughs> you know, but yeah, no, not even just in, in these like just uh, flat images kind of deal. Uh, uh, um, what am I even saying? I'm babbling but in other, in other fields, you, you'll find these crazy, just masters of their craft Yeah. and just anything carving wood. Yeah. Sculptor. And you, and, yeah. You, you, you feel like a, lazy piece of shit just looking at how awesome they are yeah you know yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> doesn't matter how many hours you put into something they might look, be looking at be... you saying the same thing that which is interesting you know so and i think oh, that's I what it. i think that's what comes back to the thing of um whatever you do in life you must do it with like complete love and devotion and like <laughs> sacrifice yourself to it you know and and only in that kind of relationship do you get like the fruits of your labor back you know but if you don't do it like there's a there's a really amazing jujitsu practitioner um, Marcelo Garcia and he said it pretty perfectly about jujitsu which I agree I, I just don't do it as I don't do jujitsu nearly as much as I should but like he was saying like if you don't do anything more than 110 percent like why do it like the only way yeah. to do anything is 110 percent like you must give yourself to it and same with like Jiro Dreams of Sushi and all these other successful people there's certain traits to these guys that makes them masters of what they do and it's a it's it's it is what it is you know like yeah you know yeah. giving yourself to this stuff like giving yourself to the artist community giving yourself to your creations giving yourself to the time and and, and your clients and whatever it, it may be so it's going to be really cool though like i was saying i was telling you it's going to be really cool if you continue this rhythm and this path that you're on 
it's gonna be great it's gonna be awesome i'm excited to support your your path on this stuff and making cool stuff that i get excited about and get inspired by and it's gonna be cool dude awesome. i'm excited and, you know it's like it's like a I think you're seeing it too, and and, uh, and and it's cool. I think all your fans are as well, and a lot of things are coming to fruition for you, and it's fucking, it's wicked, dude. It's really cool, man. Yeah, it's exciting it times. Sense, yeah, yeah no, <laughs> it is. It's, uh, it's uh, the next year, I think it's going to be kind of crazy. Yeah, it's just, good, as it should. Just, yeah. And it'll only get be more at, crazy. Are you going to be at the workshop? At, the uh, Massive Black? Black? Oh, man, so many people have told me about that, and I, I don't know if I if there's tickets and if I miss the tickets or however that works. Um, I'd like to go. I mean, everybody, all the homies are going to be there. So if anything, if I don't end up going to that thing, I would like to just drive up and see everybody. And For sure, dude, yeah. Give you guys a bunch of slaps in the face. <laughs> yes. <slap laughs> How dare you? <laughs> no, I would love to though. I don't. Is there? Is, did the tickets already go on sale or something like that? Or yeah, no, they've been on sale for a couple months. I just I don't know if they're sold out or not. I, yeah. I don't know anything. I have to look into it. Maybe I'll ask somebody to hook me up or something. I don't know. So I can squeeze into the corner while Kim Jong Ji is drawing fucking the, the oh, end God. of the universe. <laughs> with, That's gonna be crazy. With, with one line. The best. <laughs> that fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have some of his books? Uh, I don't have any books. I mean, I have like a Brom book. I don't really buy things. Really? Wow. I, sh- I I've, I've kind of been. Uh, You're kind of hoarding frugal. my money. Oh, but that's like, good. Not even, not even making too much of it because I've been spending most of my time on personal work. So I mean, like, I, I want to buy everything. I just can't. Sure. Oh, good for you. I mean, but that's crazy because yeah, books are. Yeah, books are like my thing that I allow myself to spend money on because fucking oh, books awesome. are so good. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, his books are crazy. Him and and then there's also like Tarada's books. Katsuya Tarada is crazy. Oh yeah, yeah Katsuya Tarada. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. I got a chance to meet him too. It was really cool when I was up in LA. That was awesome. I gave I got to give him like a hug. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> Tarada hug, the best hugs. <laughs> give him yeah. a hug, will you give me a slap in the face? Okay, I get it. <laughs> All right, I'll give you a hug. I was gonna say slap on the ass, but I felt like I was kind of <laughs> weird. But oh, whatever, I'm a weird that guy. That would be very so. very welcome. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I mean, I think I did it to Dave, and I always do it to Livizi. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> I'm completely inappropriate at all times. I just don't give really give a shit. So, <laughs> yeah, it's just I guess that's just me, just crashing the asshole. So, but yeah, man. Well, dude, first off, um, thank you for spending time to chat with me. Um, I'm super excited for everybody that is a fan of your work, and um, I'm excited too. Like I said, I think this is a, is going to be a funny thing or a cool thing for you to come back on and listen to if you ever do. Um, because as you develop and grow, there's going to be a lot of growth that's going to happen, and it's going to be cool for you to reflect on that, you know. So, and yeah. maybe, maybe if you're up for it, we can have you back on, like when these bigger things are going on, and you're like, you know, want to maybe help promote the book, or we want to talk about it, or your whole process with it, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, man, hell yeah, that sounds good. Love to help and support that in any way I can. So that'd be awesome. But is there any, is there anything else that you wanted to make sure you convey to anybody or your fans or just the people in general or? people are looking to do the same thing or are interested in this kind of stuff or uh, yeah uh, i mean like i don't know it's, it's just like anything i've 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 said before on facebook or whatever just like fucking incredibly humble it's awesome and thank you thank you for having me on here like you have some crazy people uh on this podcast so i'm a little 
I feel like I stowed away on a huge like cruise liner. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's uh it's it's a, it's a. I'm very honored. Thank you, man. Yeah, dude. Of course, man. Thank you very much. So, and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah it's awesome. Keep doing, keep doing this thing. I'm, I listen to it a lot, so it's, it's good. That's awesome. I'll try my best, everybody. And, and yeah, thank you to all the fans for all the amazing notes. I get a lot of love from this thing, and it's, it's, it just helps me develop. And it's, we're in an amazing position to be able to do this. Sometimes I think I, I say stupid shit, but I can only be myself. So, <laughs> and yeah, I try that's to. The human. That's the human aspect right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, and I apologize if I offend anybody or anything. So these are just my opinions. But for the most part, I really appreciate everybody's all the love and stuff. So thank you guys and. Yeah, and, and big thanks to James. I'm going to have his link to all his stuff. All his, uh, You can find him on... I think you do Twitter, too, probably, as well. So, yeah, I just, like, little relay bits. everything from Facebook to Twitter. So. Yeah, okay. So, everybody, if you want to know about what he's doing, um, you know, might not be able to get in touch with you personally, but you can at least follow his live streams, or you can follow him on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, and uh, blog and all that stuff. And, and I'm sure that through all this stuff, you'll be able to see the progress on what he's doing and... Hopefully, like we said, the book and whatever you decides to focus on and make happen. So, awesome, dude. Yeah, well, dude. Fucking hell yeah, rock on, dude. Easy on your neck with all the head banging to the metal. Wicked. <laughs> 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 yeah. Cool, man. Well, have a good Work. day, dude, and uh, enjoy painting and all that shit. Yeah, you too, man. <laughs> yeah, I'll try. <laughs> I'm glad we finally did this. Me too. Thanks, dude. And I'm gl and I, I apologize for all the rescheduling and shit. So we, we, yeah, we've tried to do this like three times already. So <laughs> no, it, right. it, it's lined it'll, up. So. It'll happen again. Don't worry. Absolutely. <laughs> Cheers, man. Well, have a great day, dude. You too. Take care. Later, bye.